Welcome back, folks. This is Mark Steiner. This is the Mark Steiner Show right here on WEAA 88.9 FM, home of the Big 4-0 Birthday Bash, taking place Saturday, January the 28th. More info at WEAA.org. And today we're bringing you the 14th Annual Annapolis Summit. The Annapolis Summit is something we've been doing now for these 14 years, as I said, on the opening day of the Maryland State Legislative Session, which, of course, is today. The Annapolis Summit is sponsored by Stevenson University, the Johns Hopkins Center for a Livable Future, the Maryland State Education Association, Alexander and Cleaver, VPC. Of course, our broadcast partner is WEAA. We're about to hear interviews that Steiner Show Senior Producer Emeritus Stephanie Mavronis and Production Assistant Nadia Ramlagan did with folks who took part in today's Annapolis Summit, the audience members, community members, advocates who are there attending the 14th Annual Annapolis Summit. And I'm here for Bard High School Early College. I'm Mark Monroe, and I'm here for Bard High School Early College. And what are you hoping to hear today from at the Annapolis Summit? Why did, were you excited about coming today? Um, just like a lot of active le- legislation, especially for like civil rights and um, just uh, in the interest, the best interest of the people. Um, I wanted to hear more about plans for the rest of the fiscal year for the governor and how the budget's going to work out and um, what their plans are for the next fiscal year, too. As far as education is concerned and civil rights, are there specific issues that you're really interested in or or things that you're hoping to hear the governor say? Um, I want to specifically focus on housing when it comes to the fiscal year and how he plans to um, really work on the Affordable Housing Acts that are already in place for the rest of the fiscal year and the beginning of the next fiscal year. Um, I just want to see what he wants to do about uh, conversion or reparative therapy in Maryland and um, also how he feels about early colleges. I'm Claire Fitch. I work for the Johns Hopkins Center for a Livable Future, and I work on the Food System Policy Program there. So that sounds like you're going to be focusing on food issues. We do, yeah. We focus on food and environmental issues um, that impact public health. So um, we we are here and we're a legislative sponsor today because we recently um, conducted a poll um, with uh, a research firm called Greenberg Quinlan Rosner on poultry issues on the eastern shore specifically. So we um, surveyed Maryland voters statewide and Maryland voters on the eastern shore specifically about different proposals about poultry production that have been introduced in past legislative seasons to try to figure out what kind of public support there is and if bills are introduced this year that are related to poultry production and increased oversight of production. Um, we wanted to be able to kind of figure out where the state stands um, on public support for these proposals. That's great. Is there anything else that you're going to be looking out for? Uh, CLF, I think, is mainly focused on um, poultry issues because they are the largest food issue in the state of Maryland, um, kind of uh, industrial food animal production issue in the state of Maryland. Other than that, I think, you know, personally, looking at environmental health, I think we're all watching the fracking um, issue also and, and whether, you know, a moratorium might be extended.
My name is Betty Weller. I'm president of the Maryland State Education Association, and this year we are uh, we have several priorities. One of which is to reintroduce our two percent cap on testing bill that we passed unanimously through the House last year, and now we think it's time for the Senate to come on board. Um, too many instructional hours are being lost when when teachers are administering tests, students are taking tests, and we just found out we're ranked number five in the country this year, not number one anymore, and uh, we think that might have something to do with it. Um, less instructional time, less learning. We're also going to be fighting to protect full funding of public education, and we're going to be looking to uh, try to make sure that we repeal the public money for private schools. Uh, we think private schools, we think public schools should be adequately, equitably funded. For those citizens who are out here listening, who, um, you know, the session ends in April, things go by really quickly, what are some things that you encourage the citizens of Maryland to really be paying attention to closely, um, and are there ways that people who are out here listening who are interested in these issues might be able to, to help support the work that you're doing? Sure. Um, we think parents, public school parents, should be listening to the debate on public schools. Um, if they agree, and I think they do, that we do too much testing, they need to let their legislators know that they support a 2% cap so that we maximize our instructional time. We also think they should let them know that we want our taxpayer dollars to fund our public schools and um, protect that funding for our kids. We owe them the best opportunity for a a world-class education that we can provide. And just to be clear for our listeners, what what does the 2% cap mean? The 2% cap would essentially mean that 98% of instruction time is used for instruction and only 2% is used for mandated tests. If people are interested in getting in touch with MSEA or, or the work that you do, how can they go about doing that? They can go on our website, marylandeducators.org, and, and they can find information there. I'm Susan Gehring. I'm the executive director of the ACLU of Maryland. So the ACLU is very committed to education for everyone in Maryland. All the children in Maryland need an adequate education. So the ACLU has spent decades working on making sure that even the most marginalized kids in the in the state get a good education. And we're very, very concerned about the governor's um, decision to ask for 50 more million dollars to go to private schools. Um, We think that the public schools still need that kind of support, and it's it's a bad, bad idea to be giving money to private schools. It's interesting that what the governor wants, which is more for private schools, is mirrored by what's happening with the Trump administration, um, whose proposed Secretary of Education wants to basically give a lot of money to the private schools, including many of them religious schools. Besides education, are there are there other priorities that you know the ACLU in Maryland specifically is, is going to be looking at really closely? One of our big issues this year is the police accountability. Um, we all know what happened to Freddie Gray in Baltimore, but this is really about the whole state, accountability in the whole state. Um, so we're looking to, to pass laws and amend laws to make it possible for citizens to be on um, police review boards when bad things happen. Um, we're also looking for police to be accountable in terms of 
um, what they do in the streets and whether they're we want to know the public deserves the right to know what happens when a police officer commits a crime something that like a police involved killing um, and we want to make sure that the public has a right to know what happens behind the scenes when that person's disciplined and, and you know between now and April when the end of the session is um, for those who are out there listening you know there's so much happening what would you encourage citizens of Maryland to, to really focus on um, as they're seeing news about the session are there, are there things that you think the citizens should really be paying attention to well first of all I think all citizens should be pay, be paying attention to the legislative work generally um, look, all, all politics is really local in the end, and so it's really important for people to get involved, and that could mean calling legislators, attending lobbying nights, and we'll be having a number of those things ourselves. And how can people get in touch with the ACLU if they're interested in participating or learning more about any of these issues? Uh, good question. So um, people can get in touch with us by looking, if they have a computer, by looking online and looking at our website, and that shows what all the issues that we're concerned with. Um, they can also just give us a call. Um, we have lots of people volunteering these days in reaction to the Trump election, and so we're happy to talk with people about what they might do to help. My name is Rochelle Young, and I'm public policy counsel for the ACLU of Maryland. Um, we're really excited to hear about the new progressive issues that will be on the agenda for this legislative session. Um, our priorities include criminal justice reform. Um, in particular, we're hoping to bring further transparency to and accountability to um, some of the complaints that are filed against law enforcement agencies. So one of our priority bills will be amending the Maryland uh, Public Information Act this session. That's great. Uh, is there anything else that you're going to be looking out for in particular? Yeah, we're very supportive of the uh, um, Working Matters Paid Sick Family Leave, uh, which I know is going to be a priority for the leadership in uh, the legislature this year. And we're also going to be working on reform for uh, individu individuals who have been sentenced to life with the possibility of parole. So there's a lot going on in Maryland this year around those individuals who have been incarcerated not actually getting the option to have parole, even though that was a part of their sentence. Thank you all for joining us here on the Mark Steiner Show for the 14th Annual Annapolis Summit. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. The Annapolis Summit is sponsored by Stevenson University, Johns Hopkins Center for a Livable Future, Maryland State Education Association, Alexander and Cleaver, VPC Inc., and of course our broadcast partner, our home, WEAA.